0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Breaking Western Podcast. My name is Angela Meyer. I'm sitting here with my wonderful co-host, Abigail Peters. And uh, today we are talking to an amazing guest, another maker. Season one is all makers. And uh, this woman is a designer. She's an inspiration. She's a rancher. She's a mama. And she has dabbled in pretty much every creative field out there from photography, graphic design, leather, but she really, really loves fashion. And we love that she loves fashion. A woman
1: after our own hearts. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Introducing the incredible Allie Falcon. Allie, how are you? I'm great. Thank you all for having me.
1: We hear you're kicking it down in Austin. Well,
2: I have Austin as my Instagram profile, but because no one, um, as far as like collab-wise, where I actually live, Lampasas, Texas, is would probably find me, you know, like on Instagram, because <laughs> I'm always like looking to like work with photographers or models and stuff like that. So I just keep it at Austin, but I actually live in Lampasas, Texas. That's where I'm originally from out here in the middle of nowhere.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. We're from yeah. Iowa. So we get like the claim another um, city as <laughs> yeah. your own. Unfortunately
1: <laughs> we like have to leave the state to do that. And we're like, oh, right. Chicago.
0: <laughs> so we, I have to tell you, and we told you this yesterday, but yesterday we were in the process of shopping. After we sent you the voice memo explaining how we were both going completely insane on your website, we hit the checkout button, we confirmed our purchases. They are somewhere in transit, and you have an incredible, incredible style that I think speaks to both of us in a way that we almost felt like personally, like my wallet felt personally attacked. By her website. I felt very unsafe in that moment. I got a laptop case. I got, uh, we're actually going to do a giveaway with one of the items, which I won't say yet. Um, What else did I get? Three yoga mats because obviously like, yes, I teach yoga, but obviously you can only be on one at once. Um, So I'm not sure why I did all three other than they were amazing. So tell us a little bit about your design process and tell us about the names of your designs. (laughs)
2: Well, um, I, I'd love to like lie to you and say that I have this, like, I wake up and I like take a little meditation and, but it is not at all like that. Like sometimes I will be in like my husband and I, back when we were allowed to go places, we would like be in the truck headed somewhere and an idea, I don't have like an idea just like pops in my head. It is so strange. Like the. Like, the, um, sometimes, like, my love language tea, like, that, there's, like, a story behind that, like, the I love, you know, with the love, the sign language, I'm for I love you, like, that my parents and I and my parents' parents had always, like, thrown up the I love you sign anytime they left, and, like, anytime I left for college or left for five minutes, my mom <laughs> and my dad both will, like, stand until I am out of sight down the county road. With the uh, holding up the "I love you" sign, and I've always hung out the window with the "I love you" sign, and so oh. that that was kind of special to me. And I really didn't expect that to resonate with so many people. And I just obviously loved her voice, and just like uh, the rest of the world. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit of a basic bitch, and that <laughs> um, to be like, oh, I'm just thing Everybody else is doing it. Not tickle for that, but no, I love it. So I was, I just wanted to put a little bit of my my spin on it and put some turquoise on it and also like I love to try to translate turquoise um into different mediums like that's kind of mm. like how I did with leather and then once uh you know not saying that the rest of the world copying me absolutely not mean that but but when everybody else kind of started doing it, it lost its luster for me a little bit so I was like mm-hmm. what can I do next you know so that's why I started to translate you know, stuff into that I, I really am inspired to get back to the question the design process like I get inspired by like sometimes it's wallpaper like I love going junkie and like I have an old tapestry that hangs on my the back of my couch that is like a mossy green color and it has like a bunch of like retro flowers on it um, and that's kind of what inspired like the um, love stone piece mm. and the boots in the air kind of deal, and like I said, like, I, that just, that image just popped in my head, I don't know, (laughs) like, I don't have, like, a a grave design process, but, like, I do, um, like, a lot of artists in the Western industry are big on, like, drawing it on paper, and then, like, translating it to the computer, where that's not much my process, I go straight to the computer, um, kind of get, like, a rough idea out on, um, on illustrator and then like i'm i'm not like a great artist when it comes to like perspective like the perspective of a boot like which is really tricky like if you're looking at a boot head-on versus sitting up in the air so like sometimes mm-hmm. i
1: just put my
2: boots and throw my legs up in the air in my kitchen like a crazy person or, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know get a picture once i get my perspectives right so um because it doesn't like i'm not great with just like looking at a person and drawing them exactly like they look on a piece of paper like it I if if I want a beautiful woman I look at the lips on one person on Google and then the eyes of another and I kind of like um pull from different you know what I kind of have in my mind what I want my girl to look like or and so and so I pull like hair from one girl and eyes from another nose here and nose there because which is sometimes tricky and it may not always work out but um That's kind of my process. This isn't like a, I'd sit down and draw it. There it is. It's it's a pulling from different mediums all over the internet and in the world that I see and uh, junk stores and such.
1: Yeah, it's funny how surrounding yourself with things that inspire you can be so important to the creative process.
2: Mm. Oh, absolutely. Like every single thing on my walls in my house, like my husband, I joke that he could he could live in a house with white walls, and a recliner, and um, not even necessarily a TV, like, <laughs> some form of, like, entertainment, he would be happy, and, like, every time I come home with a new piece of crap to hang on the wall, he's like, more, more, but, you know, like, I'm like, you're not the one that has to sit in here all day and, like, try to come up with. You know, means to make money, so you can <laughs> out and ride horses all day. And... Oh <laughs> so I can't live in a house with just white walls.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. My space is a disaster all the time, but it's the best kind of mess,
0: <laughs> you know. And I th- think that's really how we spent over an hour on your website yesterday. Yeah. Was we were sitting there saying oh my gosh this would fit in with this piece that i already own this aesthetic is so perfect for my bedroom like abby bought a duvet cover and so she's
1: like can't wait to roll up in that
0: yes she's (laughs) matching it to the rug in her room and it's like all of these pieces that you love become your space and become your inspiration but what are you like inspired by when it comes to um creating your designs well
2: like even though i've grown up on a ranch and You know, I currently live on my family's ranch. My husband's a cowboy. Like, I was, like, if any of my friends are listening to this, like, they would, like, blow me out of the water if I said I was a cowgirl. I am so (laughs) far from things like if you need someone to like like a man to like stand while y'all are like gathering the cattle or you need a gay bitch like I'm your girl but oh my God, me. as far as being like hardcore cowgirl knowing all the things I am not one of those but like I still am inspired by like I um I, I love to kind of like n- mix the uh boho realm with like I wouldn't even like with a little bit of the western but I would almost say I skew almost a little bit more what boho style like what kind of inspires my look is like I do y'all follow the jungle at all
0: um no I don't no. think so
2: it's it's very much like bohemian hardcore bohemian and like there, there's like books called Uh, the new bohemians and it's all it is is like home decor and stuff but i you know a couple of years back i looked at all of the designs and she's got like a very specific aesthetic and the people that love her stuff like love her stuff and they are loyal and i just didn't see any of that in our world Um, and she's kind of like made a big name for herself and like she, she does everything. She does decor, she does clothing, you know, she does like a little bit of everything and or she did do clothing. I think she is more in decor now, but I just really didn't see that. And just like any, um, any entrepreneur that has ever been successful will tell you like find a a gap in the market of something, um, if there's a need for it out there fill it and that's how you you know find success and so I just didn't see people doing like it was either just like hardcore Serape or hardcore Mm -hmm. ranger stars um hardcore horse stuff browns and browns and blacks and turquoise and red and turquoise only and I just kind of thought like if I love funky colors and like weird stuff like but that are still a little like got your western spin on it then there's got to be other people out there. And so instead of trying to like, and that kind of goes like into like building your brand, like if you stick to what you are and stop trying to um, chase other people's dreams and other people's art, like if you're trying to make your art look like somebody else's in the long term, you aren't going to build a, you know, a loyal following. You're going to build somebody else's following. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... I think, like, just sticking, even though it took a while, sticking to, like, what's true to me, and, um, like, I, and I do like a little bit of, like, trendy stuff, like, I do kind of follow, like, the turquoise trend for a while, and then I, like, really liked, like, the celestial stuff, and I'm still kind of in that realm, and just kind of, but moving, like, a, you know, Moving with yourself instead of trying to chase somebody else's art and making your art look like somebody else's because it's pop. Other people are loving what they're doing. It might take a while longer, but um, your people will find you, kind of thing.
1: Absolutely, so important. So when you say that, is that part of what kind of played into you dabbling in all of these different mediums? Can you walk us through that? Because you mentioned you you've done a little bit of everything. So how did that go hand in hand with you finding this really strong creative voice you have now and like coming into your own style?
2: Well, like when I like I would say so when I first started my business, I don't know five or six years ago, I was really down to just try anything. I, I said that I was a graphic designer and I was in marketing and whatnot, but um, anything that. People would give me a chance to try. I would take off in you know one direction, and I was you know always building stuff that people were telling me they wanted. And uh, as far as graphics wise, and turquoise in um, not turquoise, but leather wise, and I didn't see like stylistically like a consistency across the board. And I am I do have like a little bit of a background in you know marketing, advertising, and design. And I was just, like, so, like, kind of disgusted with myself that, like, I just was, like, fitting everyone else's mold no matter, like, what they wanted, which led to a lot of happy clients. But that's not, like, why people were coming to me. Like, they weren't coming to me because they loved my aesthetic or loved my design. So I was trying to, like, find a cutesy-pootsy name. And then I was like, you know what? No, like. I want to build my name and so I'm going to name my business my name which may not get me far in the beginning but hopefully it does later and it was Alley Falcon Communications then and then um, once I like I said I was so like disgusted with like my portfolio basically that I was just I and I had kind of gotten into leather and kind of in the same breath like I was just kind of like doing what I thought other people would like I wasn't I, to be honest like wasn't down to wear a lot of the stuff I was making because it just like wasn't me. Mm. And as I stopped, I just kind of had to come to Jesus with myself and was like, "What if I don't want to wear something I'm making? Then I am in the wrong business." And I was unhappy. I was taking custom orders, and there are great customers out there, but there are uh, the great ones don't leave as much of an impression when you're in the heat of things as the bad ones do. Yes. And- <laughs> you know, which is a shame, but, um, I was t- still taking custom orders and I was just, I was living in a constant state of anxiety of just like, okay, now I've got to finish her because, you know, she, she's been blowing up my Instagram messages, you know, even though she put in an order a week ago, it's been, you know, two weeks, even though I told her six months, a six month wait, you know, and she's already blowing up my, and I just was like, I cannot live like this. <laughs> this kind of bullshit you
1: know and so I just was like there's so much pressure that comes with that with custom Mm -hmm. orders Mm -hmm. versus just being yourself and making what you want and like yes I think that's so important what you said making something that you either like want to wear or be proud about wearing or or feeling good in
2: yes and so like I think like when I stopped taking customs Um, especially my, like I said, what I kind of missed like a little bit of a boat, like the graphic stuff that I started my business with, like after like a year of me just like farting around with leather because I was too poor to, um, buy the things I wanted to buy and relatable and that's the reason I started it (laughs) in the first place. And then after I like started making money, taking custom orders and the leather stuff kind of took off a little bit more, Um, and then I just, you know, like made that executive decision. And I was like, I, people, I can't tell you how many makers, when I stopped taking custom orders, reached out to me and were like, please tell me how you just stopped taking custom orders. Mm -hmm. I will say, I, I did not do it on my own. Like I was lucky enough to have a, have a husband that was still making, you know, an income. I realized that there's single girls out there that were like. Please tell me how you did this. Well, yeah, the money slowed down a lot when I did that in the beginning, but I was lucky enough to have, like, a support system behind me while I made that transition, so it is a little scary, but there were so many makers, and I felt for them. Like, they're just, like, people are terrible. I'm so tired of making what other people want, and then never being satisfied with it, so just, just, like, as a PSA, like, be nice to makers
1: out there.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Allie, you are just speaking to our little maker hearts right now. Like both of us, I'm a songwriter and Abby creates everything. And, and also like between Abby and I's relationship where, you know, when we went out to the NFR last year, she was kind enough to create an entire wardrobe for me. Um, custom pieces and I remember those first initial conversations of what do we want some of this to look like and of course I trust Abby's design but in my head and I'm not a designer I want to go Pinterest okay this looks cool create this and Abby's like I trust my vision man we're doing (laughs) bell bottoms we're doing fringe we're doing this little, like some of the shit she was saying to me, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. But like, <laughs>
1: she's just staring at me like, like for uh, you? Um, you. sure? Yeah.
0: And then you put it on your body. And you're like, only an artist. And it's just so above and beyond what I could have done for myself, what I could have created on a Pinterest board. So yeah, like you're saying, I mean, I think there's that middle tier of artists and creators, or maybe 90 below middle, I don't know that can it's above copying, they're still making, you know, their own thing, but it's not to the full capacity of what they could be doing. And I think a lot of that does come from fear. And so I'm so glad that you're speaking to that right now, because so many people I think are in that transition of they want to create, but getting customers to trust them to create is difficult. And
2: see, like, for me, like, there were so, I, like, where I ran into some of my biggest issues, and, and I, this is kind of another BSA, but, like, people would say, you know, I love what you do, just get creative, and that is, like, to an artist, you know, we, whenever that first hat started hearing that, I was like, oh, okay, awesome, and then you, you know, deliver the product, and they would be, like, you know, well, actually, I was really hoping my brand would be right here, and then, I wanted <laughs> red, and then I wanted this area to be pink, and then I wanted, you know, and I really was hoping you'd tool some Southwestern stuff over here, and you're like, um, this isn't like Dillard's. I can't just put in the trash. You know, if you wanted that, you should have communicated that, and I was just like, you know, like anytime I like really – really let myself shine on, like, creativity, there were, you know, there were some phenomenal customers, too, that were like, this is awesome, I love this so much, and you're like, no one else will have this, and then you have your ones that were like, I say I want something super different, but what I really meant was I want it to look exactly like so-and-so's purse, you know, so they're,
1: <laughs> yes,
2: and those are the hardest
1: individuals to work with, because it's like, no, do whatever you want. I have no idea. I love your style, but actually this is the specific thing I want, but I don't know how to tell you this. And it's like, if you're going to a maker because you like what they do, then let them do it. Like what they do. <laughs> then let them right. do it. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I think a lot
2: of it is, uh, and I think as women, we're, we're so scared to like openly communicate with each other out of fear of stepping on or offending mm. one another. And I really do think that, like, a, in a, a lot of those problems I ran into is because they didn't want to hurt my feelings or offend me. But, like, at the end of the day, especially when I was taking custom custom orders, I would have much rather you just told me exactly what you want. You want to offend me you, than us, like, now we're, like, in this squabble where you've paid for this expensive item and you really don't even want it. And then I, I, that was a whole other thing, like, taking – um you know taking um deposits up front and Mm -hmm. then oh like that bless people that still do that like they are the (laughs) merry walking on earth (laughs) so i didn't have it i didn't have the heart for it like i was just kind of like all right well fuck off i guess i'll just be poor forever (laughs) oh you know
0: what no yeah so
2: (laughs) <laughs> my, you know, my dad, I remember telling him that I was going to stop taking custom orders, and he used to build, uh, like, saddles on the sides and stuff, and he was like, I don't get it. Like, do you hate money? And I was like, no, but I would much rather have $5 to my name than have to deal with this one more second. And so, like I said, when I stopped taking custom orders, it was a little bit of a transition, and then I just kind of, like, watched what um most not leather makers at the time it was more like silversmiths that were doing like shop updates and this was like four years ago and that was kind of like a new a new model of selling things and I was like, so they're just like making what they're making and then people are eating this up you know just <laughs> on it, and then people are eating it up so I'm gonna jump on that train and like I said in the beginning like anytime a like single thing sold, I was like, oh. I sold a whole bolo today. You're like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and then it, like, really did start, like, flying. Like, every single time I would make a batch of stuff, it would fly. And I was just like, all right, there's something to this, you know, shop update stuff. But then in the same breath, I was, you know, handmade. I am, like, a huge advocate for people that are hand-making items. But, like, I was... So I would, you know, spend the month churning out, you know, like over a 100 leather items, you know, and then you're just like, praying they all go well. And yeah, I would have like, you know, several 1000s of dollars to my name at like that, you know, in one day, they would all sell out, which was so cool. But then I was so burnt out and tired, that and you know how shit goes, you have a flat tire, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. with, as soon as you have money in your pocket, you have a flat tire, or you gotta go spend $400 on groceries, and you know, it was just always like, that is just seemed like, I was like, I never have money, why do I, I'm working my ass off, and I never have money, or it's already spent, it's like, not even on frivolous things, but it's already spent, as soon as I have it, And if I don't start, you know, working my fingers to the bone, you know, if I sold everything on March 31st, if I don't start working my fingers to the bone on April 1st, then like we're going to be behind. Yeah. And so, uh, about, I got pregnant at the end of the year year last year, um, and, or year before last 2018. Sorry. I felt like I was pregnant for a a minute. (laughs) It felt like years. (laughs) Um. After, you know, I got pregnant, I, I was, you know, had a huge belly, and I was still making stuff, and I was just not happy anymore, and the things, I was still happy that things were selling, and I was still, like, happy that, um you know, with, like, my online presence and that people were still, you know, people still thought my stuff was cool, even though I didn't feel cool myself, but I was just like, you know, this isn't, like, when when I had this baby, when she hits the ground, I like, I'm having to dedicate, I mean, I'm dedicating a ton of time to making, like, every, those purses that I was thinking yeah, they're $500 or whatever, but it took a long time to make that $500, and I just, like, didn't feel comfortable with charging more than what I was charging, even though, like, I probably should have as much time as everything takes, but um, I just, that's kind of how I evolved into this, like, getting back into graphic design and, my t-shirts, anytime I would just kind of make t-shirts just as, like, extra stuff to fill my booths for, like, the shows I would go to, they would always do really well, and I just thought, you know, I'm just kind of like, kind of dabble in this, and just, like, with anything, none of it ever just, like, even though, like, I may have had, like, at the time, I think I had, like, 16,000 followers, you fall off the map, they fall off the map with you, that's, that it's really exciting and I'm more happy in my uh brand than I've been in a long time
0: that is so cool and I was going to ask you about that too because as a musician thinking about like merch I remember last year last August spending $1,900 on hats and being like oh my god and then you have to keep that inventory and so for something like home decor um tell us a little bit about we saw you working with society six how does that work they keep all of that inventory do you send them a design and they print would you recommend that to artists um tell us a little bit about you know your process with that
2: i do for the most part i've been really happy with society six um i don't i don't as anything on any product you see on society six i do not house um i do not hold inventory on cool it is it's, I guess it's a, a what you call a print on demand service. Um, and there's a lot of those out there just like and I've kind of like done my research and like I actually started but whenever I was kind of dabbling in all this, I started on Zazzle, which mm-hmm. I'm sure if people have heard of Society Six, you've heard of Zazzle. And I just kind of like low key posted like on an Instagram story and like people started buying stuff and then like all of a sudden like I mean this is like in the first 24 hours I had a girl like hey I placed an order and I never got an order confirmation but I'll see that it's come out of my bank account blah 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 so I'm like well let me look into it uh-huh. so and like I can't see who orders what I can just see like the products that are being ordered and the like the amount of earnings I've earned off of it but I can't see like You know, tracking order. I don't handle any sort of the fulfillment or anything, and that's on both Society6 and Zazzle. But the Zazzle was like, "Oh yeah, she must have checked out through PayPal, and if we check, if they check out through PayPal, we never get the order." And I was like, "So you still take the money from them?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm I'm out of here." So like, I immediately put that stuff down and apologized to that girl and I think she eventually like got it all straightened out and stuff but I was like that's not how I want to do business and so I took it all down and then like did some more research I was like maybe I just jumped the gun a little too quick and so I looked into Society Six because I knew I had bought stuff from them before and um ordered a couple of products uh myself like a couple of different kind of products and Uh, For the most part I've been really satisfied especially with the price point for what um, I've got and like I said like Society6 so like I upload my art, um, name it, give it a product description, I turn on all the products that I want to be available in that design um, Which, you know, like, as y'all know, since y'all were looking at it yesterday, like, it's like. <laughs> it's like yeah, like, I
1: think we got a pretty good feel for that. Uh, yeah, we, we noticed that. <laughs> but, like, they're
2: kind of, like, all over the map. And there's some designs that just, like, may not fit well for a yoga mat or may not fit well for, you know, like, a certain thing. And you do have to create multiple different sizes of the design for it to work in, like, all the different types of products they have. And, uh, so that's how you do that. And then you'd like, like I said, turn on all the products you want it to be available in and then, um, you publish it and then that's it. And then you earn a portion of every sale, which on your, um, like wall, like I think like prints and I can't remember what all products, but it's mostly just like prints, like wall prints and stuff. You can set your own markup, um. And then on the rest of the products, you get, I think, like, 10% of every, which really doesn't seem like a lot, but if you, like, pour a lot of a lot of effort into it and promoting it and, um, you know, investing in it a little bit by, like, ordering products that you want in your own house and photographing them and so people can see them in action, and I think that's kind of been, like, what helped it kind of blow up for me, because I've only been on it since November, Um And people are just, like, tagging me and stuff, and it's just, like, so awesome because, like, it was so awesome when people tagged me in their leather stuff, but it's, it's, like, even more awesome because I know I'm, like, I'm able to share this now, and I, you know, I can continue to, like, promote this, and people can still get it, whereas, like, the leather stuff, like, people tag me in a picture, I could share it, but then there's, like, a hundred people going, where can I get this? Where can I get this? (laughs) That is one of a kind. You're like, like, sorry about you, and you know that pisses people off, and and you know what? And some people like that. That's their jam, and they're charging you know tons of money for that one of a kind item, and they should. Um, But like, it's so much. It makes my social media life so much easier to just be able to. Share what people are doing with my stuff, and you know, I still take pictures. I still order stuff and take my own pictures of stuff once in a blue moon now. But like, it's been it uh, financially wise, it has made a huge impact. Being able to just like sit back while other people are taking pictures of your stuff and they're like loving it and sharing it and creating your content for you which is just like so valuable that you don't realize um up until you actually have it you know like I used to just I was so worried about what my feed looked like that I was like I you know if I didn't take the picture I hardly wanted to share it and I just got too obsessed about it and I feel like my my presence has grown so much more now that I'm not such a stickler about, like, the colors of my feed.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to okay. tell you what, Allie. We're looking at your page now, and it's it beautiful. And it definitely, like, is your very specific brand, which, I mean, speaks to your aesthetic mm-hmm. that, like your voice is so clear that anybody can buy it and pull it into their life. And it, you know, it just makes sense in the best kind of way.
0: A little pop of a, a little bit
1: of this, a little bit of that. Um, and I mean, of course you have almost 20,000 followers. Again, I say <laughs> rightfully so, but how, I mean, you mentioned that you're letting your work really speak for itself at this point, And like your customers are, are the ones sending you their photos. Do you ever do work with, like, influencers, or how did you get to this point that you're – you are who you are online?
2: Um, where I, like, my – my present – my – on or my Instagram really, like, blew up. Honestly, wasn't e- even – it was before I got my leather stuff started. I was just kind of, like, doing anything – networking wise to just like meet people or develop relationships with people that I admired and um I looked into actually becoming like kind of like an influencer myself before like I was really into leather work and I actually reached out to Calgirl magazine. Um like I said this was the first year I was in business and just was like I just I've got to I've got to get bigger. There's just I cannot do like this $100 here, $100 there forever. And I reached out to Cowgirl Magazine just like on a whim about writing for them, um, which was like not in my wheelhouse at all. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I like, if you read my captions, 90% of the time I'm sure I've got a comma. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. Like my my go to if I don't know what I'm doing is dot dot dot. Sam, <laughs> oh pro tip. my gosh, same. <laughs> no one ever yelled at you for that. But I I just sent them kind of like a a a port of like a really funny email. Honestly, I just re, I did my research of like who's like the editors and. I noticed that they kind of had a couple of, like, fashion blog things um, on their website, but not a ton. And I just reached out to them and, like, kind of sent this, like, quirky email that was still so professional. But then, like, sent them some, uh, like, pictures that I had taken of, like, outfits. And, I mean, they're so amateur. Like, I would probably die if I thought it <laughs> <laughs> it. Either they were real desperate or they I sold myself enough that they were like, yeah, <laughs> for our, our fashion blog. And so, like, they paid me, like, like not a ton of money at all. But, like, it was just – it was something consistent at the time to, um, you know, write, I think it was three, three or four blogs a week. And they, they didn't have to be long and um, – as I would write. I was obviously like they were real great about letting me, as long as it was like somewhat Western, writing about whatever the hell I wanted to write about, saying whatever I wanted to say. And um, so I got to write about just like all these like brands that I admired. And people started to every time I would um, write a blog, I would tag them on Instagram and like kind of I just kind of like identified myself with cowgirl magazine but also made sure I like like branded like with Allie Falcon or like written you know made sure I tagged it from my personal page and that's kind of how I like started to like build relationships with people and people identified me as somebody that was like you know kind of in western fashion and people started reaching out to me like about writing for about them in cowgirl magazine and Eventually, like, I just, uh, once I kind of started building that, and then I started, that was, like, the crossover there was my I started doing leather work while I was writing, and then, like, I would share some of my personal work on there, and, like, I always tell people, like, in the beginning, no one's going to be your biggest advocate, and so you (laughs) have to kind of be your own cheerleader, and, like, it feels like such a dickhead move to be like, look what I did. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, no one's gonna do that for you in the beginning, so you kind of got to do it yourself and like fake it till you make it, kind of thing, until people start to really care and listen to what you have to say. And so I kind of developed my name. I would I I would honestly credit a lot of it to Cowgirl Magazine, and then I started, like I said, once I kind of stopped. The next step on my growth was stopping taking custom orders and building what I wanted to build, and kind of built that like panicky hype of like things are gonna sell out and then SOMO <laughs> Don't miss it. I'm such a sucker for it. Like even Same. though like I I do it, I'm a sucker for it myself. So yes. and then I guess the next step in that journey was uh just like I said, deciding to stop uh working my fingers to the bone and think a little like work smarter, not harder. And instead of just, like, being aligned with one, um, like, one niche, like, leather or T-shirts or, like, I really just kind of want to be a brand in general that, like, no matter what I do, it has my 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 name on it and my spin on things and that the people that loved the shirt, they'll love the shoes or, you know, like, or love the purse, they love the, the, the home decor as well. So, um, and that's... Like once I kind of got back on the map with my T-shirts and stuff, uh, and then I added the home decor. I've I've started to feel a little bit more comfortable about dabbling with different realms, and the like the the more the newer content that I create, and the new the newer ideas that I come out with. Like I, like I notice if I stop, like if I have like a month where I haven't created a new design, I certainly see that growth, that Instagram growth stop uh, start to dwindle. um, and then I, you know, all of a sudden come out with two new designs and it starts to take off again and um, just creating things that people want to share um, and being likable, being not so snooty and not think that you're like, you know, the shit all the time and your poo-poo <laughs> don't <stand> again. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, you know, being relatable and being nice to people and um, being trustworthy, um, I think. Like, a lot of people, I, I remember telling people, like, whenever I took custom orders, like, look, I'm not going to be able to touch this for two months. Or I'm not going to be able to touch this for six months. Or, and even with, like, graphics, before I stopped taking um, customs on graphics and stuff, like, if you just like being honest and trustworthy, uh, that that comes back for you, you know, in, in big ways. It's a big payoff in the end.
0: Um, I love what you said about all of that. It's so it. good. And I love what you were talking about with, like, even going back to Calgary Magazine, how maybe you didn't put a comma in the right place or whatever. I hope to God we are getting away finally in all platforms of media where we have to have these perfect people and then you (laughs) meet them in real life and you're like, well, what the hell? She doesn't even know how to ride a horse. And we were so worried about getting the comma in the right place. We forgot to, like, hire somebody that has a passion for what they're speaking about. And so I think it's cool to see people within not only this industry, but kind of across the board that are actually real people because that's who's going to inspire real people. So I think it's cool that, you know, you're really speaking to that.
1: And inspiring. also I love what you said about like remembering that there's, there's room to grow and just yes. being true to yourself and trusting that process of evolution and allowing, you know, your people to grow with you. With you. There's so yeah. much to be said for the power of that collaboration and and for always being who you are, no matter what.
2: Like I said, it sounds cheesy, but it really is. Like I, I, I think now that I've been in it for a little while, um, even though like some, I think people get caught up in followers and whatnot. Like I think in long term, if you just like really do stick. And I, and I can, you know, I think I, I watch, whenever I first started, there was like, me and like I think one or two other girls that like were kind of like into graphic design in the Western world, which was you know like I and there's a reason for that. Like my mom, dad, and husband, I still think like when people ask them like what I did for a living, they're like, oh, she draws stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of like a a scary space for like the agricultural and the Western world, like that people don't know about, and then like you know I, I that was what kind of, like, another thing that helped me get on the map was there wasn't a lot of us that were doing stuff like this, um, and people, like, boutiques, and, um, they really needed someone to draw them a logo that looked, you know, related to them, and there, there, there was, like, me, and, like, Katie Jade, and I'm, Mm -hmm. uh, there was, like, a few other girls that, like, were doing stuff, and, like, Katie Jade had a very specific style that I now feel, like, um, a lot of, people are sharing that similar style and that may be like their creative process is just similar like uh, but I there wasn't a lot of different like I my style and Katie Jade's style were just like completely different we were both like mm-hmm. do western stuff it was like completely different and um, yeah I think just like if, if you like that goes back to like if you follow somebody if you're trying to be someone else's style for cheaper um that you're probably not gonna like hang in there in the long run. So yeah, sticking to like my guns about like what I like, what I like to wear, what I like to decorate with, what I like to draw and hope just pray and sometimes people don't like it. Like there's just some things that like I'll I'll draw something <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever come out of my hand.
1: You're <laughs> like, wah, wah, wah. You post helpful. it and you're like, that did not go so as expected <laughs>
0: a slow growing industry like you said i mean a lot of western industry seems to be word of mouth it's family it's tradition and so we are seeing this new age and you are certainly one of the biggest and brightest players within that field and uh,
1: hashtag goals. <laughs>
0: yes. And we're just, I mean, I know we'll be talking to you about 50 K and hundred K and 200 K and it's just going to keep growing. And we're so, so happy for Abby just spilled coffee all over herself. So happy for you though, um, to, to watch your, your brand grow. And I followed you for a very long time and I'm a huge fan of yours and Katie Jade's as well. It's just, like you said, completely different, unique, but still within that same vein of
1: just authenticity. So people, yeah. if you don't follow Allie already, if you're <laughs> you not do. familiar with her work, <laughs> if you're one of those rare individuals, um head over to her page, definitely check her out. Allie, can you can you let everyone know where they can find you? Okay.
2: Um at Instagram it's Allie Falcon it's A-L-L-I-E and Falcon like the bird and then my website is AllieFalcon.com and you can access any of my Society 6 Home Decor by going to my website and clicking shop and then I've linked all, all my home decor shop links will take you over to society six or you can swipe up in any of my de- home decor highlights on instagram and it'll take you to society six because i know it's a little that's a, that's another struggle bus thing we're trying to mm. I'm trying to navigate it people are like I'm on your website and I don't see any home decor so that that's really like a, a kind
0: of
1: a tricky spot right now but uh well, if they want gonna, it they'll find it I'm gonna tell you what Angela <laughs> and I certainly had no problem finding our way we found it, uh, we found to it that just town.
0: fine <laughs> <laughs> well Allie thank you so much for being on the Breaking Western podcast today with us we this has just been an absolute pleasure we feel re-inspired right now um thank you just again so much for being here Well, thank you all
2: for doing this. I think it's awesome that y'all are, like I said, kind of filling a space that there's not a lot of podcasts going on. So I'm excited
0: that y'all had me. All right, guys, this has been another episode of the Breaking Western podcast. If you like what you heard today, make sure to leave us a good review. Go follow us on Instagram at Breaking Western podcast. You can follow me at Angela Meyer 23, Abby at Abby from Iowa. Yep. Still, we're working on it. I'll always be from here. Well, that's true. unfortunately so yeah all right guys thank you so much we will see y'all next week